Hi, I'm Slash. And this is Teddy. Welcome to Shipwrecked. Shipwrecked is a podcast where Slash and I dive into the world of fandoms. We discuss what drew us in, our favorite ships, and the characters and worlds we love. Basically, it's an excuse for us to talk about the things we love and why we love them. Come get shipwrecked with us. Welcome to Shipwrecked. Uh, We're really excited to come back and do a part two of My Hero Academia. Um, There was just too much, too much to talk about with this one. Way too much. And we might even be having another episode after this that is yet to be determined. But today is super exciting because today's episode is dedicated to... Uh, only ships. Uh, yes. We're, all we're talking about today are all the ships that exist in the My Hero Academia fandom, which is pretty much every character with every other character. Like every possible combination you can think of, it exists in this fandom. Yeah. I mean, we picked out some of, uh, a few of them to talk about, but you i feel like every character gets shipped with literally every character yes almost in this universe uh i started making a list i tried to like make a list of like every ship that i've like come across or seen uh, in some way shape or form and then i just realized that making this list was useless because yeah everybody is shipped with everybody uh And I love that because it means that these characters are relatable to so many people uh, and we want to use uh, like the safety of fiction and fan fiction and fan art and all this stuff to like uh, to explore like how these relationships would work and stuff. I just love that. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I love that um, because everyone ships everyone, uh, you get to look at a lot of different um like relationship dynamics through the lens of these different characters which i think is really really fun yes absolutely absolutely yes so uh i guess uh let's just dive right in here i'll i'll start with this because i was most excited about this i looked up the tumblr's top 100 uh 2020 ships ship Tumblr's top 100 ships in 2020. Uh, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six My Hero ships that made it onto this list. Uh, coming in in the lowest at 99 is Toto Baku, which is Todoroki and Bakugo, which is a really interesting pairing. And I've actually enjoyed some fan fiction, uh, some Toto Baku fan fiction. Yeah, I, uh, I don't mind this one. I like that... Um, Todoroki, blah, blah, blah. Todoroki is very kind of calm in the face of most things. And so I like that he brings that grounding energy to Bakugo's like super high intensity. Uh, and he also doesn't, in their interactions, like Bakugo doesn't super get under Todoroki's skin and cause that's just who Todoroki is. So I kind of like that dynamic of like high energy and just kind of middle of the road. Yes. And I think something that I I don't think Bakugo really likes people uh, like kind of like doting on him or anything. And Todoroki does like, wouldn't do that. Like he would just be like straightforward and honest all the time. And I think that that's something that Bakugo would really appreciate. Uh, and it's kind of like Todoroki is just kind of treating him differently than everybody else, which, yeah, just makes for like this really fun dynamic. I also like to think that obviously this ship is like not uh, not like going to be canon or anything, um, but I still think that they're going to like have a friendship or like a relationship as pro heroes that's profound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see that. So we'll keep going up the list. At, nu- at number 52, it was Dobby Hawks. Okay, 
So I, I knew you, I knew you would want to take this one. <laughs> I I like this one. So I did not understand this one when I saw it everywhere until I just recently started reading the manga, and now I understand why they're shipped. Um, which I'm not gonna say too much if you haven't read the manga. Um, I'm only I'm not caught up yet either. So, uh, but I kind of like like this like. They both have kind of young hotshot energy. Uh, like they both are kind of <laughs> full of themselves and think they're hot shit. Um, so I kind of like that together. Yeah, I like it too. And I think they both have like, they both grew up with lots of trauma. <laughs> and I know like, right? trauma, like trauma bonding is not uh, that healthy. But again, uh, they're fictional. And so that's something else that they can bond over kind of yeah i also just like and people can disagree with me but i just think they're two pretty boys and yes i am calling dobby a pretty boy get off my back um but i they're just like two good looking fellows together i mean they are they're they're good looking yeah and i agree (laughs) that's just they're they both give off the same energy so it works for me like this one i i I do ship it. I love it. Uh, I think I would like to like do an offshoot of this because recently uh, Teddy and I have been discovering another ship, which is Hawks and um, Endeavor. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Hear me out. Yeah. (laughs) Hear me out. Okay. So Hawks is kind of like idolized Endeavor since he was young. Like he was the hero that he really looked up to. So now that he's in this like number two hero spot and Endeavor's number one and Endeavor's trying to kind of deal with all this trauma he has inflicted on his family. So I think the headcanon for this, the most like widely accepted headcanon for this is that like Hawks is like the one person who he can be vulnerable around and Hawks is like willing to help him. Um because yeah so it's just like this like kind of sweet like hawks is helping him heal type of relationship yeah and i um so first of all i hate endeavor um i i'm i'm only on issue 227 in the manga so like where i'm at right now i feel like he doesn't deserve a redemption arc but i am obsessed with this ship and (laughs) i think probably be part of it like in addition to what you said about the the vulnerability but like from the fan art that I have seen that has just like seeped its way into my brain and just stays there I they always make Hawk's top Endeavor and Endeavor's a bottom always in this fan art and I don't know why but I really like that energy I I like it because again it's like Endeavor is like finally able to be vulnerable with somebody uh where he yeah you know yeah yeah um I just uh I have like texted slash several times uh over the last couple of weeks just been like I hate I hate Endeavor. Why can't I get this ship out of my brain? Like I don't like him, but I love this ship so much and it's just it stayed in my brain. Here's the thing. I don't think Endeavor deserves to be forgiven by his family. I don't think he deserves to be like welcomed back into the Todoroki family. Like I think they need to move on without him. I think yeah. it's irreparable. There's nothing they can do. But I also think Endeavor does not necessarily deserve a redemption arc, but I think he does deserve to be able to heal on his own, in his own way. And I think that's why I'm so drawn to this ship is that, yeah, Hawks is like helping him and giving him like a safe space to do that. Uh, And I love that. That's good. I I like that um, interpretation of it because I like struggle with that because he was so awful to his family that I'm like, Ugh, why does he, <laughs> why yeah. does he get anything? But right. uh, it's, it's true. They need to uh, carry on without him and he can figure his shit out. Yes. Uh, so let's move up the list of Tumblr's top 100 ships of 2020. And it's Eraser Mike. <laughs> uh, it is Eraser Head and Present Mike. 
And the, I this is like one of my favorite ships in this show. Uh, it's like such, it's kind of like a stereotypical tropey, like uh, sad, not, well, kind of sad, like quiet, uh, irritable, dark haired man with a very loud, uh, obnoxious blonde haired man. Yeah, I, I love this ship so much. It might be, my, it might be one of my favorite. I won't say it's my favorite, but one of my favorite. I feel like it should be canon. Also, I have, um, like much of the internet, just accepted the fact that Eraser Mike are husbands and they have two children, Shinsu and Ari, and yes. they are just like the perfect little family and you can't change my mind. <laughs> the, like, just, just like the images of like the two of them, like taking Ari to like, build a bear or something just i love it because you know that they like care about her so much and love her so much and just want her to have like the happiest life and they're gonna give it to her and it's just so sweet i yeah i i love it so much because i love aizawa's like you know kind of gruff i don't care about anything energy which is we know is a lie and he loves his students he loves like Mike, like, you know, they've been best friends forever. And so I love that sort of dynamic of I'm a grump, but actually I have a heart of gold. I also think the show does a really good job of like, when you see them together, that you can tell that they're like super comfortable with each other. And they kind of just like, I feel like they like communicate without speaking a lot. Um, They did kind of like grow up together like they were childhood friends uh and there was some like so this supposedly happens in like an offshoot manga called vigilantes uh which is about their like 1a experience like uh present mike and aizawa Mm -hmm. um and i haven't read it but i've seen so many spoilers that i kind of know what happens so like Obviously, there's some, like, shit that goes down in there. So that's also, like, they went through this, like, big thing when they were younger. Uh, So obviously, they're going to be close, like, one way or another. But we love to think that they are, they've just created, like, a little family for themselves. Yeah. I also will never forget, I can't remember... Oh, it's it's in I, I can't remember if it's season one or two, but it's when they're choosing their names and you find out that President Mike named Eraserhead his hero name. Yes. Um, and ever since then I was just like, I love these two so much together. Yes. It's so sweet. Uh and I also I'm just gonna do uh do this too. Kind of a a, sh- a popular ship uh that kind of goes along the like the same like tropey line is Shinso and Kaminari. Yeah. Um, and also I think also like Kaminari and Jiro. Like all three of these kind of have like the same energy because Kaminari is uh Dinky Kaminari is like the loud, boisterous blonde. Uh and uh both like Shinso and Jiro are the purple hair, like quiet type like brooding types, kind of like Aizawa. Yeah, that's definitely that like opposite energy uh, sort of ships where I just love the little. And actually, to that point, I think you also get into um, Tamaki and Mirio. Oh, that's um, so true. Yeah. Yeah. Of like this like quiet, shy, maybe awkward, anxious, uh, withdrawn energy with just this human sunshine, which yes. I love. Yes. Oh, uh, Tamaki and Mirio. I love that's, them. That you cannot tell me that that's not like real. <laughs> okay, literally, Tamaki's hero name is Sun Eater, and he calls Mirio the Sun. Like, you cannot tell me that's not real, right? Like, it it doesn't get more obvious than that. I don't right. think so. Yeah, and their whole like backstory was like. You know, Tamaki was, well, Tamaki's still, like, super shy or whatever. But, like, this super shy, like, an elementary school kid. And Mirio's the only one that talks to him. And that's how they become friends. And now they're part of the big three at UA. And it's just, uh, it's so, it's so good. 
I also I also do really like uh, uh, Danky and Jiro. I think that's a super cute ship, uh, and they kind of have this the the same kind of like hipster energy happening too. Yeah, I like I really like that ship too. Um, I don't know exactly why, but they just seem like they go well together. Yeah, for sure. And I I think it's important to note that unfortunately, a lot of the female characters <clears throat> in this show don't get as many don't get as much like development as the mm-hmm. male characters. So that's why uh, most of these ships are um MLM or male and male uh, ships because we get these like really vast backstories and emotions and feelings on these male characters and we don't necessarily get that with the female characters so it's a little harder to be to get like really excited about like uh like a female male ship just because we don't have the same level of like information about most of the female characters right right which is a bummer because i would love to know more yeah Uh, (laughs) we just don't get it so at least not yet so anyway just wanted to point that out uh Mm -hmm. moving up the list uh of tumblr's top 100 2020 ships it's number 27 uh is toto deku todoroki and uh midoriya um I like this one because I feel, I feel like they have similar sized chips on their shoulder. Like they both uh, just really have something to prove. And um, I, I don't know. They just, I feel like their intentions are really uh, like maybe not pure, but like straightforward. Um, and I think they, I don't know. I just like them together. I, I I don't know why. I I also like them together. Now I like I also like Deku with Ochako. I think that's pretty cute, but it's also kind of like uh it's a little boring and um like like we all know that that's that would be coming. Like uh, Yeah, I under my Deku Ochako notes, I wrote straight people are boring. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I get it. I get, like, that makes shit sense to me. Like, that shit makes sense to me. I totally see it. You see how they're, like, blushy and awkward around each other. But um, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. I So, I but I also really love this, like, Todoroki Deku thing. Um, yeah. And in the sports festival, uh, I I loved... Okay, so whether or not, like, people want to see them as having something, like, romantic or whatever, I still think that they have, like, a pretty profound bond just because mm-hmm. of, in the sports festival, uh, when Todoroki first uses his fire, he doesn't want to use his fire because that's what his dad uses. And so he has this, like, really breakthrough moment with... Deku who's like it's not his power it's yours and you can use it uh and that's when he starts like being able to use his fire and I think he really respects Midoriya for doing that because Midoriya basically surrendered in that fight so that Todoroki could have this like huge like character development growth yeah yeah absolutely so and and I think there's kind of like a headcanon in the fandom that Todoroki is always looking at Deku with like stars in his eyes a little bit, mm-hmm. um, kind of like looking up to him a lot and uh, talking about him a lot. And he also has, he's also on to how Deku's quirk is so similar to All Might. So he's yeah. like a little <laughs> bit obsessed with trying to figure out how those two are connected. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I love that, like, uh, hey, you can tell me if you're All Might's love child if you want. I'm, I'm all ears. My dad's a pro, too. <laughs> it's cute. It's yeah. cute. <laughs> um, okay, so next on the list was uh, coming in at number 15 was Baku Deku. I... 
I am not a fan of this ship. I know it's like the most obvious one that everyone matches up, but I don't know. I just, I see them as very good friends and people that motivate each other to do well. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't ship it. I also do not ship this one. I, I mean, I've read some fanfic and, but it's just not, it's not my vibe. Like, but I also get it. I understand why people ship it. It's the very much like, uh, their childhood friends, uh, friends to enemies to lovers kind of trope thing. Uh, and obviously people love that. It's just not, I don't know. It's, I agree that I definitely see them having, having like more of a friendship and like pushing each other and like, yeah, but not in any sort of like romantic or particularly loving way. Yeah. Same. So, uh, but again, I get it and I'm not going to hate you if you ship it. Um, to your face anyway just kidding (laughs) (laughs) I would never okay and uh the last uh, my hero ship on this tumblr top 100 ships of 2020 came in at number 11 and it's Kiribaku Kiribaku this is my My, number one ship yeah my world (laughs) uh if this I would love to see this become canon of course I respect a creator's uh right to do whatever they want to do with their creation um but this has just been set up so perfectly like these two are in love and you cannot convince me otherwise um yeah i like i don't particularly believe in love but kiribaku makes me believe in love and yes. true love like yes. Uh, and like soulmates and all the rest (laughs) like they're just so perfectly matched and made for each other and no one can handle Bakugo's energy quite like Kirishima even Deku can't like temper Bakugo like Kirishima can and and, like Deku actually also I feel like Deku also gets like really angry sometimes so the two of them kind of like rile each other up uh, because they're both like, oh, I hate you. Uh, whereas Kirishima is, 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 can just like kind of take in Bakugo's anger and then be like, okay, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, and I also, there's, okay. So in, in the movie Two Heroes, we get like A grade Kiribaku content. Um, and a few of those, of, of like my favorite examples are one um someone pointed out that the room that Kiribaku are staying in um looks like a Japanese honeymoon suite like okay, that's how this, they're decorated this whole thing is just <laughs> straight from a fan fiction like that's it yeah they uh, have yeah. a room a room with one bed in it and it's like decorated like a honeymoon suite. And then I saw something else that like there's something about like uh, a white rose means something. And Kirishima, mm-hmm. the suit that he brought for Bakugo to wear has a white rose on it. That's like a uh, love confession or something. Just the fact, just the fact that Kirishima brought a suit for Bakugo to wear, <laughs> like, is enough for me. And also the fact that uh, somebody many people have pointed out that like Bakugo had no intention of like going to any of the like events or parties like he I think he just wanted to hang out with Kirishima right they just you know? wanted to have a weekend together the right. other one um the last one that really sticks out to me is there is a part where um Kirishima they're in a battle and Kirishima gets like pinned up against a wall and um people have pointed out that like after the battle's over, Bakugo runs to Kirishima and like calls for him using his name, which Bakugo doesn't like call anyone by their name. He always calls them like shitty hair or like whatever. He he doesn't he only calls people by nicknames that are kind of mean. 
Um, but he runs to Kirishima and he's like, Kirishima. Um, and it's because they're in love and he was afraid for his husband. Yes. It's <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so uh, good. Kirishima's like the one that can soften his edges, and but Bakugo also respects him a lot. And in the in like the Camino uh arc or whatever and is that where you no you were talking about the movie right yes okay but then in in the Camino arc when Bakugo gets taken by the League of Villains and uh Kirishima Midoriya I think Todoroki Ida and uh Momo all like go out on this mission to try and save or go out secretly it's not a mission to try and save Bakugo and they come up with this plan and Deku says, Kiri, or Kiri, you have to be the one to call him because he won't come to anybody else. And so they have this plan and, and that's what happens is like Kiri puts out his hand and he literally says, come, like, come here. And then Bakugo like comes and grabs his hand and it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's true love. It is true love. And even if it even if it's not true love, Kirishima has a big crush on Bakugo, and that to me is blatantly obvious. Well, yeah, I mean Bakugo is like the manliest man, so right. why wouldn't Kirishima yeah. be yeah. in love with him? Like he looks up to him, and then also they have these really sweet moments. So after the Kamino thing, and Bakugo approaches Kirishima and is like. I know, so he had bought, like, these, like, night vision goggles to be able to, like, help them or whatever, and Bakugo's like, I know you spent a lot of money on on those goggles, so I'm gonna pay you back, and I don't know, it's just, like, it's just really sweet, and it's, it follows, like, Kirishima's, like, manly thing, and... And then we also have this like sweet, these like little sweet moments where they're like studying together or they're always next to each other or uh, Bakugo, even at one point, like Kirishima is kind of being down on himself and Bakugo's like, no, actually you're really good. Uh, you're, you know, you're really strong and you're really manly. It's just, it's just so sweet. It's so good. I love it so much. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, I will admit that uh i love writing kiribaku fan fiction um because it's it's easy <laughs> for me to like write that dynamic like it's easy when uh you can just tell that they they love each other yeah so, i love yeah. it we ship it we definitely ship it i am shipwrecked for that ship no <laughs> doubt about it um so that's all the my hero ships that were on the tumblr uh, list but that's quite a few I mean yeah this is like a popular show but don't worry because we made a list of a whole bunch of other ships that we could talk about yeah and I would actually like to bring up uh, one of my favorite ships is actually a thruple ship and I think it's really cute and somebody an artist I like on Instagram uh, shared some artwork with them and I just was like in love and it makes sense to me and that's um Ochako Todoroki and Deku oh okay I have to think about this one that's fine I think it's super cute because Todoroki is obviously like has a lot of trauma and like doesn't really feel like his family is a family and to me, it makes sense that he would kind of look in multiple places to, like, to, like, fill the little voids in his heart, you know? And uh, I think, like I've said before, that I do like Deku and Ochako. And I think Todoroki being in there, they all are already friends. And I just love the idea of them, like, getting really close and being able to trust each other. And I, I just think it's really sweet. <laughs> Yeah, I am. This one is one for me where, like, to your point earlier, we just don't get as much character development for the female characters. Um, So I'm like, okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, and it frustrates me that, like, Ochako's main characteristic is that she has a crush on Deku. Yeah. But but I guess at the, same, at the same time, like, she's trying to figure out, like, do I have a crush on him or do I aspire to be like him? And that's, right. a, that's a very real struggle. Like, that's, I deal with that a lot. Um, oh, that was, like, half yeah. of me figuring out my sexuality. Like, am I attracted uh, yeah. to this woman or do I just look up to her? <laughs> That's like all of my figuring out my gender. It's like, do I like them or do I just want to be them? Right. Um, but I think it's, I, I don't know. I, I just love it. It's like, so, it's it's like softer and just like the, the friends that become really close and then they just never are not close. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Do you have one you want to talk about? Sure. Um, so here's one I actually like with Ochako is Ochako and Ida. Um, yes. So <laughs> this feels like, um, so what I wrote is it's got Ron and Hermione vibes to me. Oh, yes. Like, you know, like they've always been around each other. They're really close. It might not be like super obvious that they have. A romantic connection but I feel like it would evolve into that place yes I I love I do really love this ship actually I think it's cute uh I'm trying to yeah I think it's I like it I ship it yeah to be yeah I think it's <laughs> cute I think because Ida is so like well like uptight kind of and um Ochako just has this like softness to her that I think would like help smooth out his edges a bit. Yeah. She also seems pretty like easygoing and and I think she's I feel like she even sometimes calls Ida out for being like, okay, Ida, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> um so I think she just I yeah, I think her energy would be good, like good and just dealing with Ida and that, it's that's cute. I love Ida. Yeah. Ida's a great character. <laughs> I'll just jump to another one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jiro and Momo. Yeah, yeah, I I ship this. I also ship this. I love like, Denki. <laughs> I love Denki and Jiro. Like I love that energy. But something about Jiro and Momo, I just. I love I feel, it. I feel like because she's that like kind of emo punk. Jiro's like that emo punk girl. And Momo is like, you know, like the rich kind of um, stands up straight sort of society lady. Uh, and I just love that together. I don't know why. Momo is also like really anxious. And she doesn't yeah. think that she's good. And she is really good. She's amazing. Uh, and I think that Jiro has this kind of like, fuck you, whatever attitude that yeah. like, like could work really well with like, you know, Momo could, could maybe feel a little bit better about herself by just, I think Momo has a lot of, uh, standards to live up to because she comes from like, a, a wealthy family and all that. Right. So like some of Jiro's like punk attitude, like would be would be good and yeah. i it's it's it is very cute i ship this yeah definitely um uh, you know what is one that i see a lot that i do not get what uh is bakugo and ochako oh yeah and i know why people ship this people ship I feel this like Go ahead. Because of because of the sports festival. Okay, that's what I I wrote. Like, is this just because of the sports festival? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like what? Like I don't know. That just to me, I'm like, are you throwing darts at a dartboard? Like, no. Yeah, it's a little strange. I follow some people on like TikTok and Instagram who ship this, and that's fine. That's cool. Like, if that's the dynamic that you like I just I don't I don't see it yeah same necessarily same. um but 
again, I think this is something else. Like, I think as they go on this, like, journey to being heroes that Bakugo and Ochako are going to be pushing each other uh, and supporting each other and all of that. Um, I just don't see it being anything more than that. Yeah, same. Same. But, again... I, I just want to stress that you can ship whoever you want to ship. There's no oh, shame. Yeah. There's no shame here. And our opinions are just our opinions. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I would like to talk about, this is one that has come up recently uh, on TikTok mostly. Um, and I kind of am in love with it, probably just because of how fans are making it out to be. But it's been really fun. Uh, and that is Aizawa and Shigaraki. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen a bit of this, too. Yeah, they call it Eraser Dust. Yeah. And great. Here's, like, here's, like, the fan-in setup of this, is that, like, Shigaraki is, like, obsessed with Eraserhead and is always, like, trying to, like, like... I don't know. He just like really loves him and like idolizes him for some reason. Uh, and it's kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like Yandere energy, I think. Like, mm. is willing to do anything to be with Aizawa. Um, it's just really interesting. It's really interesting. And I also love the headcanon that, uh, that Shigaraki, which Shigaraki canonically is like a gamer dude. Mm -hmm. uh so i love this headcanon that like he's playing minecraft under like the name of like eraser lover (laughs) or something you know (sighs) i i like this because i like the idea that eraser could um cancel his quirk uh shigaraki's quirk and allow shigaraki to like feel like safe to reach out to someone and like be able to be intimate well that's uh, i don't know yeah yeah that's like shigaraki's whole thing is that when he was younger he had all these like incidences with his quirk because his quirk is like when he touches somebody they just like turn to dust right so uh i don't know if it's like specified in the manga but in the anime it's like implied that he like killed his family on accident yeah, he in the manga, yeah, it uh he killed his whole family uh and nothing exists from his family except for the hands and that's what's all over him is his family's hands. Right. And then that's when um all for one uh cut like swoops in and is like I'll take care of you and that's how he becomes a villain. It's just yeah. because he he there was nobody who was willing to like take care of him because they all thought he was dangerous and he wasn't he was just a kid yeah he just didn't know how to control his quirk and all for one being a monster exploited that and turned him evil right so i agree with you that i love this idea that like shigaraki's probably scared to like touch anyone without the intent of killing them uh or hurting them so i love this idea that aizawa is like the only person that that could happen with because he can cancel his quirk it it is it is heartwarming that is very heartwarming yeah um there's also like a shigaraki and dobby which is like fine i guess to me it's just like too obvious i agree it's a little boring for me yeah it just doesn't draw um, me in yeah but i do love i love shigaraki i think he's a great villain he's like the gen z villain yeah i um i have come to appreciate him a lot more after reading the manga than i did in the show yeah 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 so, so i like him now uh i'm gonna jump back to class 1a here yeah. uh uh sue sue and tokoyami Okay, I love this. Um, I I I'm trying to decide is like, did people p- 
pair them together because of the like anthropomorphic thing uh, that it's like a a bird and a frog or I don't know. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't see like Sue uh, feel has like the energy that she doesn't really care about relationships or romance and like good good for you like be a hero live your life like you don't you don't need to have somebody to be successful um but maybe i just like the idea of them being close uh maybe i don't know i don't know it's like it's aesthetically pleasing and maybe it is just because like she's a frog and he's a bird (laughs) Like, I've seen fan art of them, like, as kids, like, playing out in the rain. And, like, it's really cute cute. because it's this, like, little frog and little bird. But I'm like, I don't know if there's anything beyond (laughs) them being, like, animals (laughs) that pair. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But but I mean, I'm fine with it. It's not, it's not bad. I, I just am curious if more is there than I, than I see. Right. Well, and I think Tokoyami is kind of like, Tokoyami is like this hardcore dude and like his quirk is called Dark Shadow. Uh, But I think that he's like really, he's probably like a super softy. And this one just wants to be loved, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And I, he's also like, I don't know, he's so even toned and like, kind of serious but like to the point that I think he's pretty oblivious of like I don't know <laughs> the world around him a bit right yeah yeah um there is a tokoyami ship that I really like yeah um and that is tokoyami and shoji Aww. um I feel like shoji kind of just gets forgotten <laughs> he does uh, yeah and I I really like him and I feel like they have similar um like energy and they're uh both really like tactically great heroes and and something about them I don't know why I just like them together I think I I get it because I think they have the similar this like similar energy like Shoji is very very large and very kind of intimidating and scary Mm -hmm. and like is very strong uh but I think he also has this like he just wants to be loved kind of thing yeah like he's probably really soft and uh just wants to hug and yeah it's just it's yeah so I feel like that's they have that kind of similar vibe going on definitely uh I'm gonna just jump around to uh this is honestly another one of my favorite ships from the show. I don't know what basis this is on. Well, actually, I do. Uh, it's uh, Toshinori or All Might and Inko Midoriya, which is Deku's mom. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I love this because, I mean, um, Toshi's taken on kind of like a parental figure in Deku's life. Uh, and when, when, Toshi goes to his house to, to ask for permission for uh, Deku to like live in the dorms. And he notes that Inko reminds him of his former master of the person who had um, one for all before him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably why most people ship this. Like that's the one thing, but it's cute. I think it's cute. Also like, I feel like it's clear that All Might uh, is has yeah a very like paternal love for Deku, so it makes sense that like he because you know he like he drops to his knees and like bows to her and like I feel like they understand how much they both like care for Deku, uh, and I think that's a really sweet bond. Yeah, and I don't know. We don't know where Deku's dad is. Right? Correct. Correct. I think I think the later in the manga it starts to allude to it, but I don't think we actually know him. So, we don't know where Deku's dad is. I don't know, you know, we don't know if Tosh if Toshi and Inko are going to like 
be a thing, but I like to believe that they have at least hooked up. (laughs) I mean, Uh, yeah, not to be disrespectful, but Inko is a snack and that's all. Yeah. Yep. I, so this is not like a, a romantic ship, but one thing that I see a lot, especially on TikTok, there are these two cosplayers that cosplay uh Deku's mom and Bakugo's mom as and they're yes. like they're like best friends and they're like wine moms and like getting into like midday Chardonnay drunk shenanigans and I oh my God. just love that idea of that friendship of like their boys have been close for like their whole lives uh even if they're butting heads and the two of them are just like along for the ride <laughs> I also, I, I know exactly who you're talking about on TikTok, <laughs> and I love that. I love it. Uh, yeah, because Inko, like, the dad's not around. Like, her whole life was Deku. And right. Then De- and then Deku moves out to live in the dorms. And I'm sure that she's, well, obviously, she's she's having a hard time with that. Yeah. And she's alone. Like, I really hope that, yeah, I really hope that she is just drinking Chardonnay with Mrs. Bakugo on a yeah. Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> that's, it's, that's sweet. I love that. I, I yeah. wish, I wish the best for Inko. Here's one that um, I totally understand, totally get, feels like it could be real, uh, but because I like, um kiribaku so much i don't care for it but uh mina and kirishima yes that that comes up a lot people really like that i like it too i think uh mina has this like she's very chill laid back and like excitable kind of like kiri and i i could i get it oh yeah and i and they have like the history together of like they went to the same middle school and like Mina kind of stuck up for him a bunch of times. And like, uh, I don't know. So I definitely get it and I like it. I just believe in Kiribaku supremacy. I just think like <laughs> Kiri's eyes have never left Bakugo. Like, yeah, since that's how met. I feel. Like, <laughs> so I can't picture him with anybody else somebody so somebody else brought up uh when we were asking for my hero hot takes somebody else brought up this rare pair which i had honestly never heard of before which was kirishima and shinzo and it really got me thinking yeah it really got me thinking about it because shinzo is kind of like closed off quiet uh insecure and i feel like I, I kind of get it. Like, Kirishima would be, would kind of soften him a little bit and make him feel a little bit more comfortable. Or, like, Kiri is, like, his safe space. Um, so I kind of get it. And I actually, I actually have uh, have an outline of a, uh, of an AU fic that I'm writing. Uh, Kirishima Shinso AU. <laughs> so we'll Ooh. see. How because so yeah, far, it's, yeah. been, it's been really hard for me to, like, figure out how that would work yeah i um i don't know if i can adequately explain this but uh you saying that makes me feel like kirishima has big john cena energy where (laughs) (laughs) stick stick with me here um he is like you know big and hulking and he's he's presents like very manly masculine tough but he's like a huge softy and a sunshine that just like wants people to feel good about themselves and like bring people up, which is like a very John Cena-esque thing to do. Um, John Cena actually is also a really big My Hero Academia fan. I heard him yeah. talking about it recently. <laughs> uh, it's because there's been like dr- drama because he followed uh, on Twitter um, – Baku Deku accounts. Yeah, he's a Baku Deku shipper. Which, like, I, I'm, I didn't, I didn't know much about John Cena before, but now I like him just like a little bit less. I'm. Oh, okay. 
I um I love John Cena because uh John Cena is also a huge BTS stan. Uh and I he's, love BTS. He's also uh he's also a high Q stan. This yeah, is like just, Okay. Uh, the only reason I nerd. The only reason I said I didn't like him is because he's a Baku Deku shipper. <laughs> But he can sh- he can ship what he wants. That's cool. Uh, it's cool that he's even like into that. Oh yeah, definitely. So I feel like I don't know why, but Kirishima just has John Cena energy to me, where he's just like a <laughs> a fan of people and wants them to like know that they are uh, the best. Like you're good, you're good enough, you're you're powerful. Um, yeah, I think that's actually why. And I don't, I, I see so much stuff and I don't know what's real and what's not real. I should do a better job at figuring that out. Um, but somebody said something about how, um, the creator created Kirishima to do just that, uh, as kind of like to bridge the gap between like characters that, that maybe aren't like connecting or to like, be like, that's like supportive voice of the class. Yeah. Yeah. So if that Uh, was the intention it was done very well. Yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, there's one more that I just want to bring up really quick, mm-hmm. which is is another thruple. Being a polyamorous person, I love the idea of a thruple uh, or like a little polycule. And uh, Bakugo, Todoroki, and Deku. I like this one. Because um, I feel like Kind of for the same reasons we like, uh, like Deku Todoroki and Baku Todoroki. It's just like Todoroki seems like a good bridge between <laughs> Bakugo and Deku. Um, so I also I also like the idea that like maybe Bakugo is also like with Kirishima. You know, I yeah. don't know. Why can't they all just be together? <laughs> I think I think they're all just together and in love is what we're saying. Yeah, I think that's what we're trying to get at is that, uh, yeah, they all have such like unique traits and unique personalities that it's just so, I love being able to take all of those and put them in these like different relationship dynamics to be like, how would this work? And like, you know, people, people are different. And people like different things. So it's cool that we kind of get to express ourselves through through ships. Yeah, and I like the opportunity because, uh, other than the female characters, these characters are so well-developed. Uh, I yeah. like that you get to explore different relationship dynamics through pairing these different characters together. Yes, absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's just... It's fun. It's great. If so, that was our uh, that was our My Hero Academia special episode, all about ships. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you have a ship that we didn't talk about and you want to talk about, reach out to us on Twitter at pod underscore shipwrecked. Uh, you can also email us at shipwreckedpod at gmail dot com. Uh, if you just have something you want to share. We'd love to hear from you. So yeah, hit us up. And like I said, we're probably going to be doing another My Hero episode uh, because there's just, there's so much more I feel like that maybe we want to talk about, but, but I don't know. Oh, but we're definitely going to be continuing our anime arc. So uh, check our Twitter for updates and thank you for listening. Bye.